Hey everybody, Brandon here. Welcome back to My Seminary Life, the special 2024 All Secrets Revealed episode. Hopefully I come up with a better title by the time I sit down to produce this episode. But thank you all for dropping into this tell-all. All the spoilers are ahead. This is everything that is planned all the series and all the specials that are planned for 2024. But before we get into this, a few things. Number one, happy new year, because you might be listening to this and it is it might be the new year, or you're just shy of the new year, to which just, you know, either way, happy new year. Uh, another thing, if you are a supporter over at buymeacoffee.com slash MSL pod. You already got all of this information. This was announced on there a few weeks ago. And if you want to get some insider info ahead of time, all you got to do is support us on a monthly basis. And by the way, everyone who does that at the $9 a month tier gets a shout out here on the show. So thank you, Lori, for supporting the show and happy new year to you. All right, enough enough of this. We're already a minute in and I know you're dying to find out. So here's everything that's going on that I am aware of in 2024. Keep in mind, card is subject to change. We'll see what happens. But here we go. As already announced, we are starting the, sh- the new year out with a series called Lead Them to Worship. This is not a series devoted to teaching you how to play the guitar or how to work a soundboard, but instead is going to be all about formulating a theology of worship, having an understanding of what is worship, and how to think critically about how worship time is used during a church service. So a little bit of both things going on here, looking at worship broadly and also narrowly within a ministry context. Got some great guests lined up for this series. Hopefully going to have someone who hasn't been on the show before to weigh in on the topic. But we're here to help everybody be able to think critically about worship and worship time during a church service. Because everybody has their opinions, everybody has their preferences, the kinds of instruments, hymns versus praise songs, all those things. But this is going to be a time to help us learn how to think critically about this time that we have during most church services where we are singing to the Lord. This series is beginning in January and is going to run until early February. And then we are going to take a little sabbatical throughout most of the month of February. Stay seated. It's okay. Everything is fine. Here's, here's why. Um, We have missed episodes here and there throughout the course of my seminary life's almost three-year existence, but there's never been any intentional time away outside of maybe like the weekend when my son was born. There's not been any like intentional, I am going to take a break and rest from the show. And this was actually something that was weighing on my heart as early as earlier this year when we were doing Roots of Sabbath of, you know, that old, that old expression, the show must go on. You know, when it comes to this kind of podcasting thing, this is a form of entertainment 
technically, I hope you are slightly interested and entertained and engaged. Are you not entertained when you listen to my seminary life? Um, But this is also ministry. And I don't know, personally, my personal conviction would be, I don't know if it's necessarily healthy to always put the show on. Sometimes I think we need to be more intentional with resting and with breaks. Now, the reason why there's one happening specifically in the month of February is because for the first time in over five years, I'm going on a proper vacation. Uh, I've done day trips, I've done staycations, but for five years or possibly longer, I have not gone on a proper getting out of town for a week or more vacation. And that is finally going to happen. It's actually part of my wife and I's uh, five-year anniversary for being married. Um, And I just decided I did not want to be on vacation and then come back to the hotel in the evenings and content create and post and record or try to get ahead and recording during January. I just decided, you know what, we're taking a break. So for the bulk of February, there will be no new episodes of the podcast. I'm still going to try and fulfill my quota of new YouTube videos and blog posts over at Buy Me A Coffee. They might happen on different days, but I'm going to try and at least keep those up. Might be a little bit available on social media, especially later into the month. But for the most part, I'm aiming to take a bit of a break in February. But don't worry. We'll be back stronger, faster, refreshed, smelling like sand um, (laughs) in the month of March for what will arguably be the most unique series we will ever do here at My Seminary Life. During the independent study era, we're trying to hit topics and subjects that are normally covered in a seminary classroom while also making space for unique deep dives. And I don't think it gets more unique than March, because in March, not only is the 150th episode scheduled to come out, not only is it the three-year anniversary of the show, but it's also my 30th birthday in March. And so with all those things on top of each other, we're doing a series called Celebrate March, where in every episode, I will be sitting down by myself or with a guest to talk about a person who was born in the month of March and what they contributed to religion, philosophy, pop culture. It's it's going to be a wide-ranging it's going to be a wide-ranging series. Each episode is going to be a different person that we're going to cover. And yes, if you go to Google and search celebrity birthdays in the month of March, you'll probably be able to figure out who a couple of these people are going to be. But no spoilers for that quite yet. That takes us to April. And in April through May, we're going to run it back. You wanted, you asked for it, you're getting more of it. 
Apologetics 201. During Apologetics 101, we covered like the most basic basics of apologetics. But there was one very specific area that just didn't make the cut, and it's going to be more so the focus of Apologetics 201, and that is the relationship between faith and science, talking creation theories, evolution, those kinds of things. That's going to be one of the big focuses of Apologetics 201. There's going to be more world religions. There's going to be more apologists you should know. And of course, more cult conversations. Speaking of which, hold that thought when it comes to cults. Right around the end of May, early June, we'll have schools out our school's out special. I don't know who's going to be on it or what we're going to talk about yet, but it is on the calendar because it's just a for fun, hey, we're headed into the summer. And this summer, we're going to try something a little different. We're I'm trying out a new idea. Last, well, not last year. This year, 2023, we did the big Summer of Bonhoeffer, one big topic series, right? And it went well both in reception and in how it was carried out. Uh, this year, we're going to try a different format for the summer to see how it goes. The reason why I want to try this out now is because producer Cooper is just going to keep getting older which means there's going to be more and more family time in the in the summertime. You know, there's going to be more time to be more I'm going to be needed. <laughs> I'm going to be busy. So I wanted to try this out to see maybe if there's a way we can create time off from the show but also have the show at the same time. So, you ready? I'm actually very excited to announce this. June, the end of June, for five days straight, Monday through Friday, right around the end of June, back to back to back to back to back episodes, I'm calling it Summer School. And then in July, end of July, same kind of thing, Monday through Friday, back to back to back to back to back episodes, Camp My Seminary Life trying to lean in some of the changes we're making this year for 2024 is to try and lean in a little bit more into this like academic school vibe. So trying to have some time off, but also you have to go to summer school and summer camp as well. Uh, So again, June is summer school and the topic we're going to cover is cults. That's right. We're going to go right back into it with cults. Five days. The plan is right now, five days, five different cults. We're going to dive into one cult a day because I have to look this stat back up by the time we get to the series. Um, By the way, you should have turned this into a drinking game. And every time I say the word series, you take a shot. Anyway, um, I saw a stat recently that it's like, because of the internet, there is now several thousand cults operating in the United States because you don't have to, cults don't gather in 
the backwoods of some desert state with a small group of people on a compound anymore. They probably do, but you can just as easily have a cult following or be a cult and never actually be with any of these people in the same shared space because of all of the tools that the internet provides now. So it's it's a very real reality and we need to be more educated and more aware so we're going to be doing cults in june for summer school and for camp my seminary life in july hermeneutics so again part of the independent study era is covering subjects that i should probably have taken a class on when i was in seminary the thing is though is that i did take a class on hermeneutics the first time. Hermeneutics is one of those basic, every seminary student has to take this class, along with Old Testament survey and a New Testament survey. I took all three of those the first time I went to seminary back in 2015 before I had to drop out. And because these are like essential classes, First off, the credits transferred to my current, to the program I just finished up, which is why I didn't have to take, that's why I didn't have to take any classes in the summertime. That's why we had space in the summertime to do my own thing. But because these are like essential classes and just normally part of just about any seminary education, I decided that we're going to go back to this. It's been a while since I've taken these classes anyway. So this summer, we're going to be looking at hermeneutics. In the future, we're going to do an Old Testament survey, a New Testament survey class. But this summer, we're going to knock out hermeneutics. That takes us to August. Remember when you were a freshman in college, you had to show up for orientation it was like the, this is how you be a college student time. Remember that? If you don't, it's probably probably either because you skipped it or you've slept through it. <clears throat> but this is like a normal thing in most universities and colleges. And because, again, trying to shift the show to be a little bit more leaning into the academics gimmick, we're going to begin launching the fall time with a new special called reorientation. When you are engaged in academic studying of God, it is very easy to lose God in the process. Not to, not meaning that you like stop being a Christian, but that you're doing the studying for the studying's sake and not because you want to know God and love him more. And that this happens in various areas of the Christian faith, not just be from going to school, but it, it, it can very easily happen. It can become all about the grades or producing your show. And so starting it this year, we're going to have a special called reorientation, which is going to be all about Jesus. This isn't academic exercises. This is, Hey, we're going to get into the word of God and talk about the gospel and the kingdom and Jesus and get refreshed. My hope would be in time that this will become a conference, the reorientation conference. That is what I'm hoping will come from this in the future. Right now, the goal is to at least do an episode and 
once we get into the new year, I'll start brainstorming how maybe to expand that beyond that point this year or for 2024. But the end goal is that this will one day become a conference, a gathering of MSL listeners, something. We'll see. But that is, that's where we're at right now is that we're going to be starting off the fall season with this new special reorientation. And that takes us into our first series of the fall. The other one that I'm very excited to announce, backed by popular demand, Demonology. So after the Re, after the rebroadcast of the uh, demonology episode from Systematic Theology One that ran uh, back in October, there was a little bit of interest from listeners for more, more on that topic. Also, just personally, this is an area that has interested me for a while now. The topic of demons. Um, one of my, I guess I should say guilty pleasures, one of my guilty pleasures in the comic book industry are very supernatural-based characters. John Constantine, Ghost Rider, Swamp Thing, characters like that. Because um, I'm a terrible Christian. Anyway, the uh, this subject is one, there's some personal reasons why I'm very interested in exploring this topic deeper but I think on a very practical level, why do this? I find it very interesting. These are just some of my reflections, okay? I find it very interesting that when it comes to this topic, there's some, there's some information, there's a lot of information out there, and a lot of it is garbage. There's a lot of bad information out there, non-biblically based, even for Christians, being like trumpeted as Christian doctrine on demonology, just very unbiblical things out there on this topic. A lot of information and a lot of it's not great, but I also find it very interesting. These are just some of my reflections that when it does come to this topic, the people who are most engaged Christian, Christian people, the most Christian people engaged in this topic and research and engaging with the demons are the Catholic Church, you know, exorcists and whatnot, and the more charismatic side of Christianity. Those are the two that you get the most amount of information and stories and blah, blah, blah on the supernatural world, on demons, which is fascinating to me because... Those are two very different groups of Christians, especially when you get into like the whole hierarchical aspects of their branches. But it's this very specific area where they intersect, maybe not necessarily agree, but they intersect. And then there's the rest of us, those of us who probably make up most of the listening group here on MSL, myself included. What's a good broad term to describe all of us? Protestants? evangelicals just like a protestant evangelicals evangelical protestants i don't know some combination of those words just like a big umbrella word to describe all of the rest of us and we don't deal with this topic hardly at all 
you know, even when we get to passages of scripture that talk about Jesus casting out demons, we kind of hurry through to get to the part where Jesus casts out the demon and the person is changed and don't really sit on the whole, this person was demon possessed part. Or you go back, you know, one passage that has always fascinated me and I have never really heard a good explanation on it is when King Saul goes to a necromancer to conjure up the spirit of Samuel and it works and Samuel gets mad at Saul for doing it because that's breaking God's law. Like that's just such a weird and we, I don't know if I've ever heard anyone try to explain that one. And it's because for those of us here in the middle group, for lack of a better term, is like, we just don't deal with this topic too much. We don't think about it. We're either, you know, Josh and I talked about in Of Monsters and Luther, that both of us are very just like skeptical people, especially when, you know, I do believe in demons, but skeptical when I hear current people give testimony to interacting with demons or Satan. There's those kind of people. Then there's the people like Martin Luther, who were just blaming everything on the devil. Everything's the Everything is Satan's fault. That also happens a lot in our group as well. But I also think this is partially due to the fact that we're all so like, I don't know, we're all so like logical and reason and science and enlightened and all all good things. These are all very good things, but to some degree, the rules do change with some of that stuff when you do start talking about the supernatural. The rules change a little bit. You know, there's a reason why we have to exercise faith. And then, of course, there's the group of Christians who, whenever you bring up witchcraft, demons, the whole nine yards, it's just screaming, evil, like they're Mermaid Man and SpongeBob, evil. There's no, no engagement. Just stay away from it. And I just don't think that's a proper way to engage with this from an apologetics standpoint, from an evangelism standpoint, from an anything standpoint, because paganism is so dang popular. It's everywhere. And, you know, to deny the existence of the existence and the influence of demons from just a place of ignorance is just not good. That's not good spiritual warfare. So all of that is to say a big long rant, basically a sample for that episode, for that series where all of that is to say that, you know, I learn, I study, I research when it comes to all of these series. This is the one I had it later on, but I moved it up because I'm actually really interested in studying this topic. Like, I'm going to take notes. I'm going to write stuff. I'm, you know, this isn't me trying to be the social media content creator trying to make a quick buck. But, you know, the idea has struck me of maybe trying to, like, turn a book out of this or a manual or something. Because we need good information out there. There's a lot of information. We need some good information. And, of course, we'll be ending October getting back to our actual episode here, we'll be ending October with Of Monsters and Luther, part two, The Return. Yes, 
I am definitely leaning into the horror gimmick with this topic. But hey, as you may have just heard on social saw on social media yesterday, it was the most popular episode of the year, most downloaded, most downloaded episode of all time. So naturally now I have to create a franchise. Then we'll be ending 2024 uh, the same way we're ending 2023. First with Dialogues 2, we're running it back. Uh, different groups or different categories of questions, different topics, and hopefully some different people as well. I want to keep this fresh and kind of a revolving cast of characters rather than here's Josh and Christian and Will and Joe and Claire. Again, they're all great people. Some of them will probably be in dialogues too, but you know, trying to keep it fresh, a little bit of variety is good for everybody. And of course, There'll be the 2024 holiday party. I've already got an idea for next year's holiday party because a certain beloved Christmas film is turning 30, just like me next year. Um, and, uh, you know, we might have to do a couple filler episodes like we did this year. We'll see. I haven't, like, mapped everything out yet. The only series I've mapped everything out for is um, Lead Them to Worship because it's, you know, starting next week. And then I've I've basically have figured out everything for the demonology series, or at least the roadmap I want to start with. So, so anyway, that is all that I have planned as of right now for 2024. And if you're as excited as I am for 2024 now, please drop into the comments of this episode, whether on Facebook or on Instagram or Tag the show in a post on social media and let me know which series, one, two of them at least, maybe three, which series are you most excited for? Don't just say all of them. I'm looking at you. You know who you are. Don't just say all of them. Tell me specifically, which ones are you most excited for? It For 2024, I'm going to level with you. It's demonology and cults. I'm the most excited for those two. I'm looking forward to doing all of them, but it's those two I'm really excited for. And I'm really excited to try this new format for the summer. We'll see how it goes. But that's it for today's episode. Again, Happy New Year. Don't party too hard, but have a good time still. Uh, thank you for listening to the show throughout this year, whether you're an old old school listener or someone who's brand new to the show. Thank you for being a part of the show throughout 2023. Look forward to hanging with you in 2024. Rate and review the show wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, share it with someone who you think will enjoy finding out what's happening in 2024. And uh, yeah. I think that's it. All the important information is in the description of this episode. And that's it. This is Brandon signing off for the final time in 2023, reminding you for the one more time here this year that theology is for everyone. So keep on studying.